Raina. Hello, Megan. Are you trying to get into your seat? You guys, I will just get wedged into my seat with my very, mic and my very life. Very gracefully. As <laughs> she I is beauty see. and she's grace. She's Miss... I'm not Miss United States, but I don't know what I am. Do you know what know. that is from? Yeah, Miss Congeniality. Miss Congeniality. I'm not, I, don't know. I mean, I was living under a rock, but I'm not that what much you, under a rock. Okay, but sometimes things that to me are not living under a rock are with you. What? Or vice versa. Okay. You know. Either way, Miss that's Sandra Bullock. Duh. I mean, duh. Duh. Um, Michael Caine. So you got a joke for us? I do have a joke. What's <laughs> Well, it must be good. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the difference between a genealogist and a gynecologist? What? One looks at the family tree. Another looks at the family bush. <laughs> you don't like it? It was good. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hello and welcome to Lunatic Soup, the podcast where we go into all things wild, weird, and unknown. We're your host, Meg. And I'm Raina. Ready to rip some lunatic soup? Let's go. Somewhere over there. Horrors. Horrors. Do you not want to hear a funny horror story? (laughs) What kind of story? A horror story. Horror. Well, when I was a child in in jazz, like doing ballet and jazz dance classes. Yeah. And one of the, they would always do it to a movie. And I don't remember what movie it was to, but they cast my class. We were little horrors, like H-O-R-R-O-R-S's. And we all left ball- or dance class and went home and told our mom that we were little whores. And <laughs> I remember the teacher like coming the next week and being like, so we had to change the names because we had some people who were not happy. And at the time, like I was like probably seven. I didn't, oh I didn't know what gosh, it meant. Had we had no, no idea. idea. And then as an adult, I'm like, yeah, if my kid came home and was like, mom, mom we're going to be little, little whores. We're going to be little whores. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Isn't that funny? That is pretty funny. Yeah. Anyways. I like it. <laughs> So, I picked up this cider down in Florida. It's called Original Sin Crimson Chaos. I got it for the, the jar, the bottle. Um, It's pretty. It's, it's like really a matte. Pretty. Can, it's like too. a fuzzy. has an eyeball in the middle, like a very witchy-esque, which you know is our vibes. Yeah. It's actually out of New York State with New, New York, York apples. And it's berries and cherries. With a chaotic mix of berries and cherries. I think that it knows that we like chaos. Well, I like 6.0. Chaos. All right, ready? One, two. Oh, that's really filling it up. That's what he said. Oh, God. Oh, God, Raina. God. Someone stop me. Um, have you had this? Did you drink this? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. So you already know it's good? Yep. I think it needs some. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. I've had it before and I thought, hmm, this might need some lime. Yeah, but I, I really enjoy that. That is a, um, it's definitely a taste the cherry. I taste the berries, but it's not too sweet at all. Did you get me one? I guess I got you one. You're not an animal. She's a wild animal. She was only getting herself a true lime, not me. Got a sour, oh, God damn it. I spilled on myself. I can't take me anywhere. I can't take you anywhere. I really can't take me anywhere. 
we do bad things happen. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. All right. There we go. She is a sour slut now. It's our fave. So this is part two of the Amityville Horrors. Yep. Part one, we talked about the horrific murders on Ocean Avenue. Yep. So if you don't know, there was a family there that was killed. It was like parents. Six and, people. Yep. Six people. And it turned out to be the eldest son who did it um, said that he, a house told him to do it. New people moved into the house. And all hell broke Kept the loose. same furniture and everything. Ugh. What could go wrong? And then they brought in a priest to try and bless the house because of what had gone on there and things are he now... He got incredibly sick. Yep. And then now we ended the last episode with um, the little girl talking to... An angel. An angel named Jody. Named Jody. All right. Let's go. Now, Missy liked Jody especially because Jody would shapeshift into different creatures. Her wow. favorite creature... Was a pig? A pig! P to the A, to the P, to the A, to the G, to the pen. I used to sing that I'm to sorry. my little sister because we nicknamed her Pig Pen. Here's here's a depiction of Jody the pig. Well, that's horrific. It's a pig with like vampire mouth. Mm -hmm. Bro, with its teeth sticking out? Mm -hmm. A little bit of vomit. Okay, why though? A little bit of vomit. I don't like that. Mm. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> George and Kathy would go into her room and see two red eyes looking at them from outside Missy's what window. What the fuck? Missy said when they came in, Jody would go outside out of the window because she was scared. Uh -huh. And then she would watch them from outside the window. One night when George woke up at 3.15, remember, th George would always wake up at 3.15 in the morning and go and check all of the windows and doors, check the boathouse, which was usually open, even though he had closed it. Um, and then he didn't know that the murders had happened at 3.15 in the morning. Yeah. So one night George woke up at 3.15. He went out to the boathouse. The door was open and he closed it and locked it back up. This was a normal occurrence. As he was walking back to the house, Missy's bedroom was on the back side of the house so you could see the window. Mm -hmm. So he was walking back to the house. He looked up at Missy's window and he saw an adult-sized person moving around in the room. He ran up there, Does as you would. Know. That's yeah. probably the scariest thing. That would be terrifying, That's a, yeah. in my daughter's room. Oh, yeah. Like... Thousand percent. That's you horrific. Go in, you go in swinging at that point. What would you grab? A, a kitchen knife? A light? I don't even know. Baseball God. bat? I don't know, yeah. Did you see that thing on TikTok? Drink. Where, you know, some people sleep with a baseball bat under their bed. Yeah. They said to put a sock on it. You said this, I feel like, yeah. So that if you swing the baseball bat and someone grabs it, you then can pull, pull it. it because I feel the like sock we would come discussed off. this briefly because I feel... Uh, I don't think we did. Mr. Boo Boo has an axe handle under the bed. Remember? Do, do you know what we talked about? axe handle? Yeah, the axe Not part the broke... Axe? No, the axe part broke off, so he just has the handle. He's Australian, you guys. What do you want from me? Next time, give the man a boomerang and see what happens. <laughs> I don't think he can even throw a boomerang. I don't know. I don't know. Summer plan. Let's get some boomerangs and see who can throw it the best. Okay, we'll just get some shipped over from our Australia family. Okay, I'm can probably sure buy them here. Buy them here. I can make one. I bet I could throw a boomerang better than he could. We're gonna find out. Are them fighting words? You can you can do what we can do a boomerang throwing contest. I I am here for it. I've tried to throw a boomerang. It is not as easy as one might think. Well, let's find out. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
So George ran up to his daughter's room, went in there. There was only Missy asleep, which is a bit of a relief, but also oh, yeah. you're freaked out. Because you saw someone. Yeah. Like, what would you do at that point? You'd be like fully fucking panicked. Yeah, I mean, I would think that somebody was in my house. Well, in it's like, at what point do you decide, okay, I'm calling 911. We've established we don't know if they had 911 then or the police. Or you're like, okay, maybe I just made that up in my head. Oh, they did have 911. 1968. So 911 was relatively new, but okay. they did have 911. Okay. But so, yeah, at what point do you decide that? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, do when you walk in the room and there's nothing there, the child is asleep, you look in the closet, you don't see anything, like... Do you sit there and have that? I would. I think I would call the police just to do a sweep of the property. Honestly, yeah. if I saw somebody in my child's room. Yeah. But isn't it wild though? Like, because you and I have seen things before and it's like the difference between like an actual human and that is well, you can sometimes tell the different. Yeah. But if he didn't know the difference, if he saw a man-sized person in his yeah. daughter's room. Oh, fuck yeah. But like, yeah. I can I tell like the difference. Your brain, like, but, I know when it's a spirit versus an actual... I mean, there's well, sometimes where I'm like, who's here? Yeah, but there's also the fact of, like, no matter what, your brain will try and protect you from things. Yeah. And so it might make you second guess what you saw. And so That's then you're true. sitting there That's like, true. I don't know. I don't ever want to find out the answer to that, but I'm just no. throwing it out there for a for a little ponder. For a discussion. A little ponder. A little ponder. ponder. You'll think on that. A little ponder. I don't like it. The sewing room upstairs, the one that Father Ralph advised them not to really go mm -hmm. into, would often be overrun with flies. Kathy stated that there were hordes of flies. No matter how many times they would get rid of them, they would come back. So they'd go in, they'd get rid of all the flies, they'd come back and there'd be more flies. Gross. Yeah. Remember our fruit fly incident? Which time? All of them. <laughs> right now we're good. Don't say that. My goodness. Did you just knock on your forehead? Yeah, knock, knock on, on wood. wood. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would next to me, but you know, close enough. Oh, uh, the house started oozing. Like, what's the movie? Um, Ghostbusters? Like the ooze? Yeah. Oh, yeah. like slime? All over the house, a slime substance would show up oozing out of the walls. Okay, but that is a thing that I have heard, and tell me if you've heard this too, that like supposed... In different hauntings, there is a, like, residue that's left over from, like, ghosties. Have you ever heard that? That's, like, a real thing. Like a thing. plasma? Yeah, I guess, but it's not, like, yeah, what... I think that's been disproven. Like, with the whole I don't Fox know. Sisters thing? Maybe, but I don't know. I feel like I've read it, like, I've seen things about it recently, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm just... At first, George and Kathy thought it was the children making jello and putting it on the walls to kind of trick everybody. So, they checked the house before all the kids went to school. Kids went to school, and it was there. Ew. So they knew it wasn't... The children. Was not the children. The toilets began to be stained. Okay. The toilet bowls would turn completely black. It wasn't the water. The porcelain itself would turn black. Hmm. Ectoplasm. That's the word Ectoplasm, I was yeah. looking for. I've been thinking about that for the past two minutes. Good. To try God, to figure that was out so impressive was. that you're reading and thinking about that. It's fucking wild. Bag of tricks over here. You really are. Like, that's <laughs> solid. That was very impressive. That's a multitasking. See, I feel like I'm being made fun of. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I My brain doesn't work that fast. <laughs> I mean, maybe it does, but I don't like this. I don't think I could be reading and thinking of it at the same time. 
Maybe. Never one thing up here. I know. Always well, a thousand. I, well, mine's ADHD, but it just my mind just goes a billion miles a minute, but I don't know if I could... Yeah. I think we've discussed that you, you have ADHD. Sure do. I have, like, severe anxiety. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, Venn diagram that shit, and they, yeah, it's very they cross over mm-hmm. in certain aspects. They sure do. Means we're all fucked up in the head. Just kidding. Everybody is, though. Everybody is. Everybody is. Toilets blacked. Um, they brought in a repairman, um, like a telephone repairman, because the phones would always go to static. Remember when yes. Father Ralph would try to call? Yeah. They'd go to static, so they brought in a telephone repairman. Them ghosties sure do like to fuck with phones. So I'm yes, not surprised. They yeah. do. They like to. They like to mess with anything that's. Um, Communicative. Yeah. Anything that has communication, they like to. Well, because they can, because the channel, like the wavelength, that's. Yeah, it's the yes. It's like easier for them to access that energy. Yeah, I mean, like, look at what a Frank's box is. Yeah. Or or, you know, a spirit box. It's it's talking through the waves. Yeah. The sound waves. Yeah. Um. They also brought someone in to look at the heat because there was always cold spots in the house. God damn it. That's something that I experienced at the fucking Walker Ames house. And that shit is... That is Down in the basement. Yes. It's wild when you... when Because I've always heard it and I'd never experienced it. And the first time I did, I was like, that is... It's creepy because you're standing in one spot and fine. And you move and it's like an ice cold spot. Yeah. It's weird. We need to get back up to the Walker Ames house. Yeah. Like I've been feeling like I want to get the back pole. there. The pole. The pole to get back there. Because I find such... I, I find a good amount of comfort in that house, and I don't yeah. know if it's the spirits that's in there or what it is, but I find I I really like that house. I yeah. really like that location. Maybe we'll call Pete and see if we can get back into it. Yeah. And the theater, which kind of scares me, but I want to do the theater. And the theater. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll we'll be in contact, Pete. If you're listening, we're gonna contact you. <laughs> Uh, some places the house would be colder than the outside, which we talked about. The service man came in multiple times. The furnace repairman states one time that the furnace was running, but the house was frozen. Another time, the thermostat was set to 40, but the house was 80. The fuck? And he had no explanation as to like that, why yeah, it makes was. no sense. Yeah. Right. Friends would often come over to kind of, they, they wanted the friends to come over to be like, are we crazy? Right. Which are we insane here? I feel like that's a that's standard. If you're, if you're, oh, for, if I was having issues, like, Raina, can you come over and see this? We you have know? done that. We've, we have done We've that. We've done that. Yeah. So it's like a literal thing. Yeah. Because you want someone else who's outside of the house, unbiased opinion to be like, are we losing our minds or do you, are you seeing this and like, is right. this really happening? Right. Um, after the kids would go to bed, the adults would go sit in the kitchen regularly, regularly. Have you seen those TikToks where they get Scottish men to say that word regularly? No. They can't do it. Shut up. They cannot I do love it. a Scottish accent too. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. If you are Scottish, please send us something where you're saying regularly. Now so the way they the way they roll their R's. Regularly. Regularly. I, I don't know that I can even do it after that. Regularly. Regularly. So regularly. <laughs> now we said that word too many times. Now it's not even yeah, a real word. Yeah, now it doesn't sound real. Yeah. Uh, they would begin to hear footsteps running around upstairs. They'd go upstairs. Kids were asleep. Um, and it was a relief for George and Kathy because it wasn't just them. Yeah, that, and that would be. Because you do, you. we all know this from us saying this before. You do occasionally, when you have enough paranormal shit happen, start to question your mental state yeah you all yeah you always. question it, it, it that is a real thing like it doesn't matter how like 
I truly believe in it, but like I always am like, but did I see that? Did it actually happen? Am I mentally sound? Am I making it up in my head? I mean, it's always come back to no, but. <laughs> well, I always have that. I always have that all the time where I start to question my beliefs and my thoughts and my feelings on, oh, God, yeah. on everything, especially when it comes to the other side. I have a whole freaking podcast on paranormal stuff, but there are times where I go, especially when something happens, where I go, am I full of shit? Oh, I, I feel like I've been having that a lot lately where I'm, I'm like in this place of like, am, is this, is everything full of shit? Just questioning yeah. things. But I still in my core believe this. Right. Same. But, but when you're literally faced with it, uh-huh, all you the time. start to, yeah, for sure. you start to wonder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are full of shit no matter what. That's some bullshit, says you. I like to bullshit, it's fine. A friend suggested that they bless the house themselves, because obviously it didn't work the first time. Yeah, when a priest does it, you know, take that under your own wing. Yeah. So the family got together and they decided that they were going to bless the house. Their son Daniel leaned his hand on the windowsill while they were blessing the room and the window slammed shut on his hand. George said that his hand was Flat, and there was no way the bones were not broken. By the time they got him dressed to go to the hospital, his hand was fine. What the fuck? That's terrifying. A porcelain figurine started to move around the house. George said that he would leave it in a room and come back and it was removed. He started doing this intentionally to see if it would happen. Mm. Sometimes it moved a little bit. Sometimes it moved to different rooms. One time they threw it away and it came back. No thank you. Yeah. The doll's fucking, that's creepy. I don't fuck with that. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Wait till you see what we got coming. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I don't like you. I was just in Florida, so naturally I had to write all about Robert the doll. I'm unsure who that is. Well, even my oldest daughter was like, aren't you not allowed to take a picture of him or bad things will happen? I'm like, yes, child. It was a proud moment for me, honestly, as a mother. She knew who I was talking about. <sighs> I think I regret it. Probably. Questioning my life choices right now. You, we were just talking before we started recording. You had this idea for an episode series. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. Sure. And then you're like, oh shit, now we actually have to do that. I don't want to do that. It was your idea. Listen here, Linda. Listen. Just because I had the idea, then when you agree to it, and then I'm like, God damn it, now I've got to make a reality. It, the idea is, which, because you know, we're going to do it, is there's some really solid, like, haunted documentaries, and one specifically right now that we're going to watch and, like, do an episode on after we watch. I literally texted you last week saying, I just watched this haunting movie with my dad. We got to watch it. And you're like, I hate it. I do hate it. I don't like it. But now we're going to do it. That was your idea, not mine. I, mean, I say these things that we have to watch. I don't, I'm not going to strap you to the couch to watch a horror movie. I know, but we all know what happened with me and the ghosty hunting where I was adamant I wasn't going to do it. And here we are. Did you hear that, everybody? You guys, I'm pushing myself outside of my comfort zones. Look at how, look at how big and grown up I am. Hey, I'm like speaking to people. Oh yeah, that's very good of you. We've Solid. both grown. Yeah, look We're at us. Both, um, no. Look at us. Look at us. Look, look at, at us. us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up, Raina. All right, go back. In in the book, it is claimed that George discovered a hidden room that they called the, quote, Red Room. And George was investigating and said it smelled of death and human excrement. Def- 
fucking disgusting. Why, though? I feel like death would smell like human excrement. Yeah, it goes hand in hand. I wouldn't want to smell either. But death yeah. to me is like rotting flesh. Well, that's probably what it is. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, I mean, well, I, I guess I'll, I've never smelled that and yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Thank you. Sometimes in interviews it was said that Kathy found the room, so there are some discrepancies within the story. Uh, the book made it sound like the room was a large hidden away room. In reality, inside the house on Ocean Ave, there's a 4x4 four four storage room off of the pantry, and it was okay. made of cinder blocks, which were painted red. Friends of the DeFeo children, DeFeo's was the family that was, that was murdered, murdered there, yeah. but they remember playing in the room uh-huh. when they were kids. Interesting. So back in like the six, late 60s and 70s, they yeah. remember playing in the room. And they never had any paranormal experiences there. Okay. So I think in that case, it's one of those things where, oh, we found a hidden room. Yeah. And it was kind of maybe blown up. And musty smelling. And yeah. Probably musty. Like something that's not been open for a while and... Yeah. Moist. Yeah. Did you just say moist? I did say moist. I was waiting Gross. for you to yell at me. I was waiting for it. It was coming. I could feel it. Heavy doors began to come off the hinges all throughout the house. In their last night in the house, George said that Kathy levitated off the bed and then was pulled off the bottom of the bed while she was in the air. So she was she went up and she was pulled Yoinked. down. No, thank you. George then felt someone get into bed beside him, and he said he could hear the children being slammed into the floor and the children screaming and lights going on and off. So at this point, it feels like full-on poltergeist. Jesus. Kathy had no memory of this. But the children did. So they weren't harmed, but they do remember being taken out of their bed and kind of moved around. Oh my God. Missy stated her that Missy stated to her parents that Jody told her they were going to live in the house forever. So Jody seems like a bitch. You watch your mouth. Don't oh, be okay. Don't be inviting that shit in. I'm just saying. I didn't invite it. Megan, stop it. <laughs> She's giving me eyes. Like, not good ones. Anyways, continue. So George and Kathy decided they were they were done. They were going to pack up uh, while the house was being seemingly... <laughs> they were going to start packing up. As they were doing, the house was seemingly being overrun by entities. They said it sounded like there were 100 people thudding around in the house. Jesus. January 14th, 1976. 28 days after moving in, they left the house, leaving all of their belongings behind. They just left in the middle of the night. I mean, if that doesn't say that, like, some fucked up shit was going on. They're done. Yeah. Like, They're to leave done. everything behind, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, you gotta be real scared. Doesn't sound great. Doesn't. Doesn't sound great. Uh-uh. Do I want to go inside? Something's wrong with you. Probably. Oh, my God. Probably many things. I mean, we know this already, but... They wanted to move back into the house, but they needed help to figure out what was going on. They contacted the news outlets. Uh-huh. Who else did they call? Ghostbusters? Nope. Oh. Oh, goddamn, our favorite people. Ed, Ed and, and Lorraine, Lorraine Warren. Bum, bum, bum. Meg loves them. At least it's not dildo baggins. At least it's... I, I'm... Dildo's on par. Oh, I know. Dildo's well, on par. Yeah. Do you think he'd ever come on our show? <laughs> I'd never want him on our show. I would. You'd want that douche nugget to come on here. Yeah. 
straight up ass hat. He always says, come at me, bro. Come at him, bro. So. Kick him in his balls. <laughs> can't assault people. Why? We can insult people. Okay, fine. We can insult. We can't assault. I'm not saying I'm actually going to do it. I'm just saying what if that. Do you see the, that couple on TikTok? That both dress like this boyfriend girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That like dresses Zach up. Zach Zach so funny too. <laughs> because their content's so basic, they just like mimic him, and then it's just. It's a. It's a. I want no. I don't want Zach Baggins on our show. I want them on I our show. I feel like show. that is almost doable. Like, I want that's them doable. to be on our show. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, Ed and Lorraine Warren were demonologists. Yes. They've, they've made their appearance a few times. They will make their appearance a few more times. We've talked about them in how many episodes? It's been at least two. I think this might be our third or fourth episode. Yeah. Okay. One but, of them was the house with the um, morgue at the bottom. The yep. Snedeker family. Snedeker family. And then there was the house in England. Oh, yeah. With the, um, yeah, with all the photos of them. Like, yeah, levitating. with all the photos levitating. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. Enfield house. Yeah. And now... God, we've done so many episodes already. Wild. I think we're, we're almost at 50. You would think that I would have a plethora of knowledge from them, but for some reason I think I just black out while we record and I don't remember. No, but we've talked about this. We've talked about this. When we, rec- we record, and it's not from the cider, because a lot of times it's like oh, one yeah. cider and then we're done and we record multiple shows. When I we say blackout, I, yeah, I don't, don't mean blackout drunk. No, yeah. we don't recall. Like, we did a whole episode and we went on a cheese tangent. Neither of us remember this tangent. Until I was <laughs> editing it and I was like, Meg, we talk about cheese for like 15 minutes. Leave it. I mean, leave it all. Obviously. But it happens all the time. Or like, I'll listen to myself, like, or either, but because it's me talking about something and I'm like, how do I know that? Where did I find that from? But I, but I know, like, I'm clearly, it's some, right out of your there's brain. like, yeah, my brain has something and it just comes out when we're recording and then it all of a sudden walks back up and is like, you're back to being stupid. <laughs> I mean, I'm stupid on here too, but <laughs> let's be honest. Stop it. But it is, I know it's, but in a fun way, just, I'm not being mean to myself. It's funny, but it is wild because a lot of the like stories I will be like, oh, I'll do a, like a little synopsis on this for TikTok, like a little, and I'm like, what was that about again? Like how do like you yeah. know you just forget? It's you wild. Forget. It's you wild. Forget. Yeah, it's crazy. So Ed and Lorraine are demonologists, paranormal investigators. Blah, blah 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 blah. They came and conducted a paranormal investigation. <sighs> now the reason that I am not a fan of Ed and Lorraine Warren is because there's been multiple instances of people, you know, coming up to them and saying, "Hey, we can make a lot of money off of this house. You just have to say X, Y, Z." Right, and then and they were like, I, "Okay, I'll take. We'll take a cut of the pie." Yeah, like I, well, I have a refined bullshitometer. Yeah, and I feel like they slip into that category. I agree, and it is. It's just not ethical in a lot of ways because I think in the paranormal community we already struggle for people to take us seriously yeah and then if they're going to be such an active part of it do I think that they actually are capable of conducting real investigations I do think that yeah that's not even the question but it's how they go about it It, it's like Zach Baggins yeah it's like maybe he does actually I'm not going to deny that anybody has gifts or abilities to interact with the other side it is 
the lack of respect mm-hmm. and how you go about doing it. Like yeah. we had an interaction with a group and they just weren't, they, it was like a joke. It was like, them, it was really disheartening was actually. Joke, yeah. And it was really upsetting that we were with this group who was supposed to be like a, Good like a good group. ghost hunting and everything was a joke yeah it was very like for us too it was we got there and we were it it just sucked because they yeah. they didn't want to be there they didn't want to have any part of it they made they it wanted like, to go home and they well maybe if no one shows up we'll just be able to go home like that's not what you're here for no don't sign up to be a part of a paranormal mm-hmm. conference if you don't want to participate amen if we are ever asked to be a part of a paranormal conference we will participate. We will. We already do anyways. True. So, here we are. We don't even have to be invited. <laughs> nope. Just go anyways. <laughs> Anywho. Um, Ed said he detected a powerful, inhuman presence. Quote, It was as if I was standing underneath a waterfall and the pressure was pounding me down to the floor. And I commanded in the name of Jesus Christ that there... That what was there to reveal its identity. I understood at that point that what we were dealing with was no ghost. That was no haunted house. The Warrens brought a bunch of... They are saying it was demons. Got it. I was yeah. like, so what was it then? Yeah. <laughs> the Warrens brought in a bunch of psychics to help around the house. One said that while she recited the Lord's Prayer, she began to see shadow figures outside the windows reciting the Lord's Prayer backwards. And that's like this thing within religion when you yes. say something backwards. It's like, you know, heaven and hell, God and the devil. Kind of like speaking in tongues almost like as... It's just, it's the opposite of God. Yeah. That's what that is. Like in the show Sabrina... Um, it's excellent show on Netflix if you haven't watched it, but the church that Sabrina goes to, it is, it is exactly like the Catholic church, but opposite. And instead of saying, oh my God, they say, oh my devil or, you know, everything is like the opposite, like a, you know, the Sabbath is a dark Sabbath. The 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 sacrament is a dark sacrament. Like, uh-huh. everything is the opposite, but it's the same. And I think that's the point that they were trying to make. Right. Was that? That you could be so far apart that you're you're touching, like a horseshoe. Yeah. You know, and oh. you're the same thing. Yeah. Anywho, that was a tangent on my part. I mean, allowed. Other psychics, psychics said that they saw figures and felt the evil presence. Quote, when whatever is here in my estimation is definitely negative in nature. It has nothing to do with anyone who has walked the earth in human form. It's right from the bowels of the earth, and this is its resting place. That was from Lorraine Warren. Damn. I still do want to get a medium on here that we, like, trust to, like, discuss demons. Um... Funny you should say that. Hmm. I've had a couple reach out to us. Who? Um, from the New England area. Oh, yeah. There's some people that would like to come on the show that are uh, mediums. That's what I would love to hear. They're, like Because we've talked about this before. I'm Because it obviously we don't believe in the devil. You and I both, I think, right. agree with that. I believe that the devil is more of a, a, a caricature or a symbol. I mean, I think that, that people use. The devil could be real because you believe something is in existence enough, it's there. But there's not a hell. There's not a, like, who knows? I don't know. If there, I mean, I believe there is evil. 
but I we've just go back to our Father and Morth episodes. <laughs> yeah, this, you can really hear us talk about it. Which that one, driving home by myself was a little bit. Um, yeah. I think we as humans create a lot. Oh, a thousand percent. And that's kind of how I mm-hmm. view okay. all of that. Lorraine said that she was going up the stairs and it felt like a wall of water was pushing against her, preventing her from going up. At the same time, Ed was in the basement trying to get the entities to leave. He said he felt he said he felt what he described as a heavy wet blanket fall on him and knock him to the floor. And he could only get up after saying prayers. I also feel like Ed and Lorraine push the uh, Christianity bit of it. Right. Which for them could work, but that's not all. Right. You're saying prayers. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be Christian to say those prayers and get released from this negative entity. That's just what their belief is. Right. Because like we said earlier... Prayer, you know, blessing a house, cleansing a house. Yeah, it's, it's diff- all the same thing, just a different word. Lorraine was quoted saying, I hope this is as close to hell as I ever get. I mean, and for people who have been a part of so many hauntings, that's a pretty big That's a big statement, statement. to say. Even mm-hmm. whether your belief is that they are bullshit or not, but I think that you agree that they do have experienced things even though they are not ethical they it's that they are not ethical and the fact that they try to make money or popularity off of well like i mean but i guess we're doing the same thing but no but no we're telling people stories the fact that they want to exploit people they also like have encouraged people to tell a story to make that's not true that's not true correct Correct. they're lying if it's the truth go for it but they want people to embellish but yeah it's been proven that they did that but uh, also i it is proven too that they have been a part of some very solid investigations and the fact that she's saying that is they also have part of the conjuring house which we're going to cover yeah yeah. I'm just kind of hoping to, that we can get to the Conjuring House because we've been invited. I know. I just really struggle with that one. Let's go. Okay. Okay. During the investigation, there's a picture of a little boy peering out of a room upstairs with glowing white eyes. Some say that the boy resembles one of the DeFeo boys. I'm going to post that picture. Yikes. It is, it is pretty, it is pretty creepy. Is it? It is a pretty creepy picture. There's obviously... It's, it's a picture of somebody. It's a picture of a little boy. You can see it. Clear as Interesting. Day. There's also a Padre Pio fo- photo. The Warrens decided that the only thing that would help was to bring in a Roman Catholic. Oh, the Padre Pio photo. Um, I wrote it and then I didn't write what that was. I thought the next paragraph was what that was. Padre Pio was um, a father in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And they took a picture and they saw the outline of his face. Within the picture. Okay. The Warrens decided that the only thing that would help was to bring in a Roman Catholic priest to perform an exorcism. Afterwards, the Warrens said that something followed them home. That's a... No thanks. No. No, no. One night, Lorraine went to bed. She tried to read but couldn't focus. Suddenly, she heard a loud sound. The dog stopped moving. She hears what she said was a cyclone of wind coming from the downstairs upstairs to her. Then in the doorway to her bedroom, she saw a massive black 
mass, like this big black entity, which mm-hmm. we've seen those before. Yeah, and they're not fun to see. No, um, that came into her room like a cyclone. And she said it was horrible and frightening. She felt scared. She made the sign of a cross in the air and said, in the name of Jesus Christ, I demand you to go back to wherever you came from. The mass recoiled and left. Ed came into the room moments later and said, you have no idea what just happened to me. While he was downstairs, the same exact thing happened to him. Yeah. The cyclone of like just negativity and that black yep. mass. Yep. George and Kathy said they wouldn't be responsible for bringing in a priest to the house because they didn't want any more harm to come to him because of the first priest who right. got very sick, had those sores. And had sores. a bunch of things on yeah. his hands. And, yeah. <clears throat> they decided that they could not move back to their family. They could not move their family back into the home, and they surrendered the house back to the bank on August 30th, 1970. Jesus, they surrendered it back to the bank. They They surrendered it back to the bank. That says so much, because you're really not doing that unless, like... Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a big deal. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Their story was taken and written into a book, and they became very popular after that book came out, more so after the movie. Some people think that this was their goal the entire time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're going to get that. After the book, George and Kathy agreed to a lie detector test, and they passed it. Yeah. We don't believe in lie detector tests, though. Yeah, they can be. Yeah. One question asked about Kathy levitating... Um, and turning into an old woman. Those were the questions that Kathy was yeah. asked, and both of them came back true. Dang. Hans Hozier was also investigated Amityville. There's a whole, like, Hans Hozier is huge in the paranormal mm-hmm. world. The Hozier Files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hozier. Yeah, because yeah. his daughter does it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, that's all a big deal. He was certain that um, Butch's rampage and the haunting of the Lutz family was caused by Native American spirits who once resided in the area. He said that the DeFeo's attorney also reached out to him in uh, and hoped that they could find evidence to help in DeFeo's case. Interesting. He went to the house with a medium, reporter, and attorneys. In the Amityville Curse, uh, which is a movie, he uh, he included a transcript of the medium trans meditation session. Mm-hmm. In the medium stated that the house was built over a tomb of a sacred chief. She said that whoever lived in the house was going to be the victim of all the anger and disrespect. All the anger of the disrespect to the chief. So let me just give a little quick fun story for you. A friend who I'm not going to give their name right now. Their family somehow, I don't know how they acquired these objects. Like this person's grandparent and parent stole some negative or some negative native american things like a chair a flute a bunch of stuff and since that happened the amount of bad shit that has gone down in their family has been and then they were told by someone that like it needed to be returned or bad things and the amount of bad shit that has happened to have them another amityville on our hands wild it is interesting it is wild it's I would not mess with not fucking with that. And when I heard that story, I was like, "Bro, mm-mm. no, no, yeah, oof." This medium said, told the tale of a young boy in the early 1900s who found the chief's skull on that property. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was before the house was there yeah, and all yeah. that. 
And instead of respect, the boy used the skull as a toy, and this is what began the possessions and the hauntings. She also stated that a young man killed four people in the house. However, six people were killed with the DeFeos. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that, the nope, the possessed person killed four. She was insistent on that. She said the entities wandered and haunt the house all the time. Hozier interviewed DeFeo, but asked leading questions, so none of that could be used in court. He wasn't very okay. good at interviewing people. Well, yeah, and especially if you don't, like, you're not a lawyer. Oh, right. Like, that's very easy to lead people. Yeah. yeah. A librarian from Amityville does, concern, does confirm that the home was built on a burial ground, but the Amityville Historical Society says it's all nonsense and meant to entertain without any foundation of fact. After the st- after that statement, people kind of disregarded Hans Hozier. Mm-hmm. In the 1800s, though, a newspaper article wrote about the house on Ocean Avenue being built but having to halt because of several skeletons being discovered mm. as they were trying to build the house. It states that they believed to be the remains of natives of, natives of the Iroquois tribe which resided in the area. It was confirmed that the house was on this exact site. Damn. Hozier does state that he does not believe the home has demons. He believes that the Lutz experienced just everyday poltergeist activity. Well, no thank you. No, no, no. No thank you. If that's normal. Yeah, right. If that's normal, I want nothing to do with that. Some people think that this was entirely made up. Some think that the family did have experiences, but they glorified them to gain attention, given the history of how, you know, well-known the house was. Yeah. Missy, the little girl, has never spoken publicly about the experience, but both the sons have. Daniel and Christopher claimed that George was an extremely violent and angry person, and that he was interested in the occult. Could that be why they bought the house? Yeah, maybe. Daniel said that they did indeed have paranormal experiences in the home, but most of the experiences told in the book were either made up or exaggerated. Hmm. Christopher said that George was an occult practitioner who would try to summon evil into the home, and all the experiences were because of George, not the energy in the home. He suggested that George tried to tap into energies of the massacre, and he said that George was the, quote, Biggest fucking prick you will ever meet. <laughs> well. I mean. I mean, you know, you think about that and you're like, okay, well, if there's enough things pointing that that house was haunted. I do not deny. I, I do not. I do think the house was haunted. I don't deny that the house was I Maybe was what he, like, Hoiser, Hoiser, whatever Hoiser. his name is, was saying that it was straight up normal poltergeist which is still terrifying fucking terrifying but now we have now we have another layer of it that george was into the occult and practicing the occult so what did he bring up right no that's exactly it using the energy but and and if people were murdered in the house we know the energy there is already fucked yeah up yeah daniel did say that the doors would open and close on their own especially the garage and there were swarms of flies in two bedrooms of the home in the dead of winter remember this was yeah which is not normal yeah the dog would bark and, gro- bark and growl at nothing. He said he did see cartoon a cartoon pig with lo- glowing eyes and sharp teeth. 
The rocking chair would rock on its own. He said he was levitated multiple times from his bed while sleeping and one time bounced off the ceiling and dropped to the floor. He believed he and George were possessed and the home was, was this home or was this, was, was this the home or was this George? That is what the son is asking. That's the question the son is asking. But the son is saying this, like, this shit happened. It happened, but he doesn't know if it was the home or if it was his stepfather doing it. Right. In 2014, uh, Butch DeFeo changed his story. At 62, he claimed that the Lutz story was all a hoax and that he knew the family and sought out, and they sought out that home. He used to get coke from Kathy, the mother, and he was approached by George and Kathy while he was in jail. His attorney had been looking with the Lutzes to capitalize on the massacre, but they needed his help to do so. They signed a deal that would pay Butch $850,000 as long as he claimed insanity at the trial and created a story that he heard voices and in the home that told him to commit the murders. His goal was to look insane so that he would not get fully blamed. He stated that the priest was in the courtroom and saw his, quote, performance on stage and said that he was possessed. Hmm. Everyone kind of just ran with it at that point. In an interview, DeFeo's attorney did admit that he was in contact with the Lutz family and talked about paranormal things with the house. Remember the DeFeo, that DeFeo tried to blame the murders with the mob? Mm-hmm. Turns out, Ronald's uncle, his mom's brother, was a known associate of Carlo Cambino. Cambino, one of the head of the Gambino family, crime family. Yep. Butch's great uncle was co- was a capo and the in the Genovese family. The mob did indeed own the car dealership, a car dealership that his family owned. His father would traffic drugs with the crime family, so they were all connected. They were, kind of they were yeah. all connected to the mob Kay. at that point. You know, I grew up next to the crime families. That's terrifying. In Saugerties, New York, it was... I thought I wrote it down. Um, I did. Um, Carmine Persico's family, it was part of the Colombo crime family, mm-hmm. their home was in Saugerties, New York, which was the town that I grew up in, and they would have these great Christmas displays. So we would always go at Christmas time and drive... Wow. Yeah. Past the mob houses. Yeah, everybody knew it, too. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knew it. Well, yeah, and they could do it out in the open because everyone's fucking terrified of them. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, they were a nice family. You just didn't mess with them. You don't fuck with the mob. You just don't fuck with the mob. So DeFeo said that his sister got in a fight with their father one day and said she wanted to kill everybody. Okay. Okay. And she came to her brother, Butch. And said she's going to do this. And he was mad at his father, too. So he got real drunk. She got real drunk. They came back to the house. He killed some and she killed some. Remember, the psychic said that the person possessed only killed four people. Yeah. That would make sense if his sister Dawn killed two. Okay. But didn't didn't Dawn die? Yes. But if, if DeFeo, if Butch killed his sister... So then he went, like, they decided we're going to kill the family, and then he turned on her and killed yes. her. That's kind of Got where it. that Shit. went. Shit. Um, do we believe this? 
could Bits be the actual reason of the murder? That they decided to go in and kill their family together. Yeah. And he killed four, she killed one, and then he killed her. Hmm. 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 Now, there was a ton of movie franchise, the, like the whole movie franchise that came from this, all the stories that came from, everybody knows about the Amityville Horrors, yeah. right? The Amityville Horror is a book that I read by Jay Anson in 1977. How many movies were made about the Amityville Horror, do you think? Ten. Twenty-two. Jesus. Not including documentaries. Damn. Most of them were terrible. Well, I believe that. The original movies were extremely scary, though. Oh, yeah. In 2012, My Amityville Horror came out, which is where Daniel Lutz recounted his version of the story. That's Little Boy. That's one we should watch. I would watch that, That yeah. would be... I yeah. would watch a documentary versus a fiction... Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. On this, yeah. Ryan Reynolds wanted to stay... Um, he was in the Amityville. Yes, I remember and that. And he wanted to stay in character for the filming. He distanced himself distanced himself from the children for the entire shoot so that he could get continually meaner and meaner because he played George, the dad. And he wanted to get those scary reactions from the kids. The kids told the director that Ryan didn't like them and they made him uncomfortable. They made them, he made them uncomfortable. Which is sad because I feel like the Ryan Reynolds you like see is like... And he wouldn't want that but this was for the role. Well yeah, but that's what they do. Actors are crazy. They do, damn, it's impressive. Before they began shooting the movie, the, a murdered body of a fisherman washed up on the river by the main house. Yeah. So that's a bad omen. Not great. The actual Lutz family did not receive anything from the movies. They received $300,000 from the book. While the Lutz family is very open about their experience, they do admit that the movie took some liberties. Yeah. George states that the priest who blessed the house was not attacked by a swarm of flies, but did tell George and Kathy that he did not... That he did feel something uneasy in the upstairs bedrooms. Mm -hmm. George maintains that the events were mostly true, um, but just, you know. But that's Hollywood. That's with anything. Anything is going to be dramatized for Hollywood. Like, that's, it has to be, because. It has to be. Like, even in the Conjuring house, most of the, most of it is completely made up. Exactly. And the owners of the house will tell you. The people who actually lived there were like, no, this was mostly made up. Which is, it's sad because, again, as somebody who wants to go into the, like who who is in the paranormal world? I don't want dramatization. Right. I want to know what it actually is because that is. But that's why a documentary is going to be better than just watching a Hollywood movie because. Yeah. yeah. So to this day, the boys will continue to give interviews on the home. The daughter will not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, obviously, no matter what. The trauma that is inside of that house. Thousand percent. That like, if nothing else, people got murdered in that house. People got murdered in that house. And obviously something happened with the Lutz family, whether it was the residual energy of the murders or George, in fact, was dabbling in the occult and trying to summon up negative energy. And I also feel like it could be a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B because... The trauma that went down, the unease, the whatever, and then if he's fucking with shit and there's already all of this negative energy mm-hmm. there from the murders, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the perfect storm for some fucked up shit to go down. Yeah. Like, also the fact that the daughter hasn't come out and said anything. I think silence says a lot. I agree, and because I feel like if it wasn't true, she would be like, like, that didn't happen. Yeah. 
I feel like her being silent is like, I'm not going to talk about it. People are going to think I'm crazy. I don't want to have anything to do with this. I mm-hmm. was traumatized enough by it and I'm just going to walk away. Or it could be the opposite where she's like, these people are bullshit. I want nothing to do with it. And, and the, the Lutz family didn't get, so even if they did go into it to gain attention, they got $300,000 from the book. Yeah. Not a lot. No. Not worth probably any of the shit they probably went through. Or if they had thought they were going to get all this money from it and they traumatized their children and got nothing from it. Yeah, more of that. Either way, sounds like some fucked up shit went down there. And yes. it, so there have been no like recent reports of things nope. actually happening in the house. Yeah. Nope. I've heard that as well. It's changed owners multiple times. There's been... So it does seem to me that like... It's back to that thing. You have to go looking for it. Not to say that things cannot happen, but I think you have to have a certain amount of openness oh a thousand percent you know yeah and in that situation if he if george was wanting the occult and mm-hmm. asking for it and pushing for it and mm-hmm. doing things he, yeah he brought it in like for you and me we would have experiences because we are open to it my husband mm-hmm. zero mm-hmm. he would not have an experience because he's yeah. not open to it yeah true you know and mr boo-boo at one point probably wouldn't have but i think I think we've rubbed off on him just a little bit. He kind of, it started when, he started when. Just a little bit of hood. The guy, well, <laughs> God damn it, Megan. When the guy living in my closet would do things like run up and down the stairs when we were sitting on the couch, pickle Rick, and he, we couldn't explain why it sounded like the kids were running up and down the stairs, but there was no when one there. Were. And yeah. that's like poltergeisty and nothing else like major happened, but there was enough little things like that where he finally was... started being like, okay, well. Yeah, this might be kind of true. Because he was adamant that this shit was not real. When I started diving into this, he was completely no. Well, like, and even the last year that you and I have been doing this together, his tone has completely changed. Completely. So it's like funny to see that happen. Um, but I guess as you get exposed to it and you... Yeah, I always say that once you see it, it's hard. To, you can't unsee it. Can't and that's it. what I've always said is that like you... It sucks because you feel crazy. You feel all these things. Like there's so many things that come along with you experiencing these things. And sometimes you're like, I wish that I didn't see these things. And I wish that it didn't happen because I would feel like a normal human and not feel crazy. Then on the flip side is you are so much more open to morning, so much more of life's experience. Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, I don't, I don't not want to, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's, part it's of like who an I am. ignorance is bliss. Yes. Yeah, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. But I think it's the part that I don't love about it is where, you second guess yourself and that's a big, mm-hmm. the second guessing yourself and the making yourself feel crazy, even though you know and you're that's not just crazy. Society's pressures. Oh, that's that, all that thousand is. percent. But I also think it's our brains trying to like help. Right. Cause we try to make sense of everything. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it just fucks with you. So anyways, well, let us know what you guys think. If you have any ghosty stories, any poltergeist stories, please send them on in. Send them on Do Y'all in. got some ghosties running up and down your stairs or like snuggling with you at night. Oh, I what? like that. So that's I what it, you at night. What? That's part of what they were talking about. They would lay next like to them it. in bed. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that's that. what would Pickle Rick would lay down. Or you could feel it. Like it was like a body would lay down next to you with like the whole bed or not lay down. He would sit on the edge of my bed the, and it would feel like an adult human was sitting on the edge of my bed. Pickle Rick. I don't think he's there anymore. No, he's not. He's a thousand percent not. I can't yeah. feel him anymore. He's no, gone. No, I can't either. I don't know where he, isn't that wild? I was yeah. telling my sister about that. I was like, it's wild. He was there for so long and then all of a sudden he's gone. I'm not mad about Maybe it. Maybe he was here to bring you your Yeah, deliver my awakening and then say, see you later, Peace out. Yeah, I appreciate it, though. Cause Y'all are weird. The, the touching at night got a little weird. It was not my favorite thing ever. 
He didn't. He didn't. It wasn't inappropriate, but at the same time, when you like feel someone you touch you that. and you roll over and you think it's one of your kids and then no one's there. Yeah. Weird. No, not a fan. Weird. All right, you guys. Well, that's the Amityville horror. The horrors. The horror. Hor- horrors. 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 The horrors. Horror. The Amity horror. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Well, make sure you guys get us on all the socials, Lunatic Soup Podcast on everything. Lunaticsoup.com. And at gmail.com if you want to send us a good old email. Or you can do that from our website. Either way. And uh, make sure you get yourself some solid Lunatic Soup because there's so many good ones out there. So many good ones. Do you have any, um, like, you want to give us some... Do you want to send us some? Recommendations. That That's one. the word I was looking for. You want to give us some recommendations for some soup? We would gladly take that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, remember, in this crazy world, it's good to be a lunatic. Bye. Bye. Bye.